Theme 7, The United States and the Caribbean, 1776-1985, Part 1. In order to have a clear understanding of U.S. involvement in the Caribbean, we must first look at the historical relationship between the U.S. and the Caribbean. Before the U.S. Declaration of Independence in 1776, Britain owned 13 colonies along the eastern seaboard of North America. Prior to 1776, as sister colonies, the 13 colonies traded directly with the British West Indian Caribbean colonies up to that point. The North American colonies received molasses and tropical products such as ginger and pimento from the West Indian colonies. General Reasons for U.S. Interest in the Caribbean American reasoning for intervention in the region was based on three factors, 1. U.S. ideology or policies, manifest destiny, the Monroe Doctrine, the good neighbor policy, the big stick policy, dollar diplomacy, etc., all these and more will be covered in part 2 of this lesson. Reasons for U.S. interest in the Caribbean The U.S. intervened in many territories in the Caribbean. These were based on three general reasons. 1. U.S. ideology or policies The U.S. often intervened in Caribbean affairs to facilitate U.S. policies or ideologies. Manifest destiny, Monroe Doctrine, Big Stick Policy, Dollar Diplomacy etc., all these and more, will be covered in Part 2 of this lesson. 2. Geographic Proximity, Defense. The Caribbean is located on the doorstep of the U.S. territory. National defense and security were primary factors that influenced the United States' interest in the Caribbean. The U.S. wanted to create a situation that would protect them from enemy attacks, and help to retain supremacy over the area. Hence, the U.S. constructed military bases and centers and maintained military training facilities in the Caribbean, such as Guantanamo Bay and Cuba. In addition, the U.S. put measures in place to justify her intervention in the Caribbean, if and when it became necessary, for example, the Platt Amendment, the Roosevelt Corollary to the Monroe Doctrine, all were used to justify U.S. intervention. 3. Investments and Economic Interest the U.S. saw the Caribbean as a region to invest in U.S.-based industries, a consumer region for its industrial goods, and a stepping stone to South America. The U.S. had investments in the Caribbean which were of economic importance in Cuba, Haiti and the Dominican Republic, in areas such as, tobacco, sugar, mining industries, banking, and railways. For example, by 1898 the U.S. had invested some $50 million in Cuba. 83% of Cuba's exports went to the U.S., in return they bought foodstuff, lumber and manufactured goods from the U.S., to the U.S., vital economic interests like these, needed to be protected and required its intervention when considered necessary. Now that we know the three general reasons for U.S. interest in the Caribbean, we must now look at the Spanish-American War. The opportunity for the U.S. to become an imperial power in the Western Hemisphere, and by extension the Caribbean, came in 1898, during the Spanish-American War. The war originated in the Cuban struggle for independence from Spain, which began in February 1895. The Cuban conflict was injurious to U.S. investments in the island, which were estimated at $50 million. Based on economic interest, public pressure, and a general interest to weaken Spain's power in the region, 
the U.S. intervened in 1898. The spark for this intervention was the explosion of the American ship, the USS Maine, in Havana Harbor on February 14, 1898 which resulted in the loss of 266 lives. On April 20, 1898, President William McKinley signed a joint resolution, which authorized him to use force to end the insurrection in Cuba. Two days later he ordered a naval blockade of Cuba. The Spanish-American War had begun. It ended in August 1898. The result of the Spanish-American War was the Treaty of Paris, where the U.S. officially lay claim to Spanish territories, and officially became an imperial power in the region. The Treaty of Paris December 1898, the U.S. and Spain signed the Treaty of Paris which reflected the U.S. assuming sovereignty over the Spanish colonies. Cuba was forced to accept an American army of occupation, while Puerto Rico and the Philippines and Guam in the Pacific, were annexed outright by the U.S. It must be remembered, that Spain agreed to the Treaty of Paris, as she was weakened by the Cuban War of Independence or the Spanish-Cuban War, of 1895. The U.S. maintained neutrality as the war progressed, and only got involved when Spain was weak to ensure victory. Also, Spain did not have the manpower or the resources to effectively defend her empire. Now that you are aware of the historical relationship between the U.S. and the Caribbean, the three general reasons for U.S. interest, and how the U.S. got a foothold in the Caribbean via the Spanish-American War of 1898. We can move on to part 2, U.S. Ideologies and Policies.